All right, AK filling in for uh, T. Raj. What's going on, Berg? What's up, Alan? How are you? What's up, um, AK? Hey, You're in a blue I haven't fit seen you for a while. Yeah, I'm, he's in a blue fit. I yep. feel like I wear this blue fit every Friday now. It's a very do. blue review. I do. It's, it's the same one every time, too. It's different that shirts, combination, different underwear. Yeah. But that combo is always together. I, li- I yeah. like this combo. I don't know. Shouts out to Teradea and Mammoth. <laughs> yeah, well, this I like this Mammoth one. That's a good couple of days. Yeah. Teradea. That would be amazing. Either That'd one be of those. Great, like a it's like a one duo. week off. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a one week off. You <laughs> get the, get the ocean, and then you get the uh, the mountains. Yeah, I went to Terranea one time, and it was the most amazing thing I've ever been to in California. It was fantastic. Literally, <laughs> I was there by Wait, myself. wait, was that with John? Okay, John, we did a sh- I did a show with John the next day, but I stayed overnight the right. night before. Mm. To and get you and John, you said you guys bunked in the. Yeah, they stayed together. Yeah, in, in one of the no, I was by myself. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but <laughs> then we played a couple golf. Dollars. Then we played golf on the nine, the, the nine. That's a par three nine hole course, and mm. it was um, really, really beautiful. Kind of hard too, but it was it was really fun. But the grounds are amazing. Oh, it's ridiculous. Amazing. I stayed. I stayed in the summer. Stayed Terranea. It was two nights, but it's the first time I'd ever been there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good living out there. Yeah. That's that 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 works. And they, don't pool. they put the uh, interim coaches for USC there until they find a home too? So it's really? a pretty nice place. Yeah. Oh wow, that's insane. I'd be Why like, can't we I'm be interim? I'm yeah. Still looking. <laughs> you know what? Still looking. Can't Jesus. find anything. Um, yeah, that pool there is perfect. The years. drinks the that are thing. coming. Uh, I went, yeah, I went into the hot tub and it's a really big hot tub. Good for was, kids too. They had that area for the kids. Absolutely. I was going off the slide. If you can, like, some, sir, if, please. If you can make your way down there and find make it work, you should absolutely do it. You're, it's basically the way that Ireland always says it. It's it's Hawaii without getting a, on a it's flight. It's a good description. So like basically. Mm-hmm. Take off your flight and put it into take that money up. And by the way, if you even go to Hawaii, you got to pay for a hotel or yep. whatever the case exactly. is. Exactly. So take that yeah. and do it here. You can stay here and in this place, it's it's beautiful, beautiful. Um, you mentioned like the mammoth Terranea. Like you could do both those things. You can. There's people on TikTok, uh, like YouTubers too, do this where yep. they try to do both in one day. They try to be in California and both ski and surf in the same day. That's I've awesome. seen people do like that whole like vlog of their day. It's kind of cool because I think it's like they go. Big Bear, maybe, and then like L.A. or some sort of combination of the two. Uh, it's pretty cool. Well, Parker is over there, you know, pointing at himself. So I'm assuming so Parker is doing it. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, if there's state of California. I mean, think of, I remember when we were in college, we would go up and we would camp in Big Sur. So here Big you Sur's are. Gorgeous. It's unbelievable. And here you are, like some of the most beautiful outdoor that you can be in these sequoia type trees right the the these trees are just amazing and then you're a 10 minute drive you're on the ocean 15 minute drive you're on the ocean just incredible one of my favorite things about california go wake up at five o'clock in the morning go surfing go to the mountains right after that you're there in two hours you do both yeah i just can't do the surfing part all right we we were talking about stuff (laughs) that you're Stuff that you're sneaking into stadiums or whatever the case is. You're sneaking into stadiums? No, he was. He, t- you tell the t- tell him the quick story here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> years ago, when I was at SC, uh, UCLA and SC were playing at the Rose Bowl, and I snuck in a bunch of Mickey's Big Mouth grenades, like the glass <laughs> ones, <laughs> and one of them God, came out things. of my pocket, shattered everywhere. Yep. There was an usher basically standing where you were. <laughs> And he let you keep going or no? no? Well, he started to kick me out. Yeah. And then was very generously allowing me to stay, except I was so drunk, 
I couldn't understand what he was telling me to do. Because <laughs> like, he let you stay when you can't let even him understand stay. what yeah, he's saying. Like, oh, I, this guy's hammered. Let him stay. <laughs> like, well, I kept saying to him as he was living, I'm like, look, man, can I please stay? I'm like, I, I don't even have car keys. I'm like, I'm just going to be standing outside for like four hours. I'm like, please. And then finally we get to the gate and he's like, you know, if I turn around and you're not here, there's really nothing I can do about it. Like, hint, hint. And I'm just staring at him. <laughs> I was so drunk. He's like, like, he couldn't put the pieces I turn together. Around, yeah, literally. Finally, he had just been like, dude, just go back to your seat. Like, <laughs> the hell's wrong with this guy? I had a buddy of mine at San Diego State. Um, their gym, they, it's called Viejas Arena now. I think at the time it might have been called Cox Arena. And San Diego State, at that time when I was in college, that's when Steve Fisher was just basically starting, like handing out tickets, like anybody, please come. All right. And then he eventually turned them in yeah. and they've, they've been a good program since. He takes his backpack and the way San Diego State, it's actually not that, that much different than Coliseum. You got the bars, right? The bars, you, you can't get in. You're going to end up going through the, the actual lines. Right. But it's kind of, it, it, there's just these long bars that it, you that's, can't fit through. That's or the gate yeah. that obviously he takes a backpack filled with Coronas. Okay? Oh, no. These are glass bottle Coronas, obviously, right? And all he does is he just squeezes them in, and there's a random backpack there. By the way, that's already like a, a red flag that there's a backpack that nobody has. Goes inside. Backpack unattended. Backpack yep. unattended. Yep. Goes inside, ends up getting my, my buddy Jonathan, which probably would still do this to this day if you, if you asked him to do it again. Goes back inside. Then he grabs his backpack, goes to the seats, and straight up popping Coronas and drinking like in them in the, the backpack seats. or pulls the bottle no, out. No, the bottle is out. I'm like, Jonathan, what are you doing? He's like, Real men of genius. He's like, it's fine. And I'm, I'm like, ushers are looking at us. We have glasses of Corona. And then like 10 minutes goes by, he's popping me one and I'm drinking now too. That's amazing. By the way, I really miss those Real Men of Genius commercials. They were yeah. great. Why did they stop those? That was a genius campaign. It needs to come know. back. Honestly, they probably will bring it back at some point in time, like in 20 years down the line, uh, for some sort of Super Bowl commercial. I mean, the Geico honestly, here's to you. Back. Yeah, he's yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. That guy. Uh, made e trades bringing back the baby commercials. Yeah, they're they're just running those back. Real man of genius. So when you go to Chuck E. Cheese, well, at least I, my, one of my buddies did this. He had a, you know, his kid was birthday party was at Chuck E. Cheese, and somebody else decided, hey, I'm gonna wrap a 24 pack as if it was a gift and bring it in for the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's, gosh, so that's that really smart. Genius. So he wrapped it like a birthday present, bow and everything. Hey, we're here for you know Nathan's birthday party. Oh my, so he yeah. comes in, bro, clinking back yeah, and forth. There's no clinking, exactly. In. So he's carried it off, you know, with. Three other presents, two, and, and yep. that one's at the bottom, yep. and then two other presents at the top, and he walks in. and we It's already got, have, like, the handles in the yeah. box. You know? <laughs> so we, already, <laughs> we already have, we already have the, uh, the plastic, you know, cups from there, yeah. so all he's doing is popping them and just pouring it, and there you go, bro. Oh, my God. That's really smart. <laughs> that I'm not saying really don't, don't try this at home, kids. Don't, <laughs> don't try, try this don't. at your local check right, so Every Riley's dad right now is going to. <laughs> every dad is, like, <laughs> talking about wrapping up gifts. This When's party my taste at next Chuck E. Cheese was <laughs> <went laughs> lit. <laughs> it was crazy. Real yeah. matter genius. Hey, you know how we were talking about the day pool, Travis, with a shirt off in yeah. Vegas like this? <laughs> it's going to be guys in the kids' uh uh, with all the balls and everything else, they're just going to be like One of my buddies, there. he got inside the Chuck E. Cheese costume. It was crazy. Oh, here you go. Here you go, Slee. This is, uh, this that's is too this good. That is too good. That's too good right there. Write a present, what, man. What's, what's everybody's 
What's everybody's setup this weekend? Because, Em, I thought you brought up a good point. I said, is this a better weekend than Super Bowl Sunday? You get two games, right? Like, think about, I, I get at, starting at noon, you get Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And when that game is over at 3.30 or whatever time it is, you still got another game going. You got, obviously, the Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. You said neither one of those weekends, right? What's your favorite weekend when uh, it comes to I like to last weekend. I like the, the the two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Can whole weekend that? is consumed by really good, important games of football. And you don't have any more of those teams that like just barely made it in. Usually, they're, usually there aren't any blowouts in the divisional round. It's usually kind of competitive because, Ravens. yeah. <laughs> the wild card round is usually where you get some blowouts. Sure. Yeah. So, I like the divisional round because you have more teams and... Uh, maybe still some upsets, but it's a little closer. I can't complain in that. No, I, I mean, you get right. two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And then, of course, you go to NBA TV. The Raptors are probably playing the Wizards. i got to watch the end of that game. You're crazy. I, but you would. I think you would do that too, AK. You would move over to NBA TV at some point. Not Raptors no, Wizards. Not for yeah. Raptors, not Raptors No, not for Raptors I, I, I'm not a psycho. Okay, let me, let me, How about Hornets wait. Nets? Would you no, go no, no. Hornets he wouldn't do that. Nets. Let me give you what he would go to. <laughs> no. He would go Bucks Knicks or something like that. I might watch a little of that. Well, Bucks yeah. Knicks. There's nothing no, wrong with that. Nobody in Charlotte would watch that game that you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what's, your, what's your setup this weekend? So what do you got going on? So basically, at twelve o'clock, look, I have my my daughter on the weekend, Riley yep. on the weekend. It's but she knows that on Sunday, leave me the f alone from twelve to about seven. That is a warm parenting story. Yes, right I, there. look, I am a very good parent. I'm with you her constantly. Leave me alone. Go outside and play with your friends. The, I am watching football. For the next seven hours, daughter that I love, don't go near me. <laughs> you can come near me, but don't complain about what's on the yeah. TV. Don't if you talk want, to if me. Happy, don't I look I at me. You're welcome to watch Greg, with me. Greg, in the same basically two sentences, I am a great father. I just tell I my think... daughter for seven hours, you're by yourself in the house. No, no, no. Nobody no, else. No, no, no. I'm there with you. You can watch with me. But oh, do not very generous of do you, not Greg. do not complain about. Oh, we've talked about this before, though. She doesn't like sports. Right. She doesn't like when sports are on the TV. And you're like, this is Dad's one thing. This I want it. this one thing. This is what I want. Yeah. I want to watch these two games. Yep. And I want to. I will get you food. I will make make you food. I'll do. I'll play games just with you. Will not That's be present. Uh, no, 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 no. I will play games with you while I'm watching. Oh, but I am okay. going to watch. Okay. You cannot That's complain good. about what's on he, the television. Yeah, okay. Here's my question, Greg. You yes. just mentioned it slightly. So, are you actually going to make food, or are you going to order DoorDash multiple times on Sunday? Ooh, this Sunday will probably be a we multi, already have the answer. Multi DoorDash yeah. day. Yeah. Three DoorDash, yeah. two DoorDash. No, it'll be a two DoorDash. Do you already it'll know? Be, do you already know what you're eating? Uh, for and breakfast, also breakfast, yes. lunch, or lunch dinner? No, no, no. It's breakfast dinner. Breakfast dinner. Yeah, okay. there'll be snacks in the middle. So no middle. lunch. DoorDash two. So you already yes. know yeah, it, what's what's for breakfast. For it's go. I go to a my it goes for my. Coffee shop that's down the streets, Marie yep. at Sea. This on, is the one that will get delivered yeah, on get, weekends. Even, you say it gets delivered. No, no, no. On Sundays it gets delivered because I don't want to go on Sunday. But I'm going to get um, their uh, what's what are this called? Um, it's a French yep. toast. Sorry, that was really took me a really long time. It was uh, I get French toast yeah. and she gets a um, coffee cake okay. and I get a coffee and okay. she gets an apple so, juice. So you already know breakfast. I got that. I got that. It's All right, down. what's for dinner? For dinner, so she's gonna get a pizza from Pizza Hut because she loves pizza. Okay, she will only eat Pizza Hut. So okay. it makes Shouts it very easy. Hut. Yep. Yeah, that's the only thing she'll eat. And then I'm probably gonna get um, California Chicken Cafe. He's already got a plan. Yeah. Look, I, I, I know my Sunday. I. I I don't know how planned you guys are. I don't know what I'm eating yet. I got to wait till Sunday to figure out what I'm feeling. No. You know? I know. I know what I want. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Already got, ready? yeah, what do you oh, got? You got. Oh, yeah. Rams? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. 
Asada tacos on Sunday. That sounds Ooh. good. But I'm making, making them? them. But I'm making them. Yeah. Okay. Ceviche. Gotta buy the meat. Give me no, no. Ceviche is a little too much. I had the asada yeah. Korean asada burrito yesterday. Oh, that's right. Uh, you didn't have because they didn't have carnitas according. Yeah, they didn't have carnitas. The, the place I went to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's the it's in the Spartan Final parking lot. Okay, so what time do you start doing your thing? Ah, uh, so I'm buying it Saturday okay. afternoon. Leave it marinating yep. overnight, whatever. Nice. The next, mm-hmm. day, you know, the next day you take it out, start grilling it. So no, you're so not. Maybe like at two. I'm not, I'm not. It's just gonna be me. Okay, I was gonna say. You so know. you're not going to a bar I'm or anything not, like that. Uh, no, as of right now, okay. no. Uh, eventually, yeah. my dad calls and I'll bring the meat over. <laughs> Come on, Crenshaw. Come on, Dad. Exactly. And then you know, just you know, I saw that. So right, he's gonna cook. Even on a day that he's got his team, and there's probably a little bit of. But that can be relaxing. Though. What do you mean? If you're, if you're you're nervous. Coming. Stop with this neg- negativity, man. If you well, I don't, have a dog in a, I don't have the dog in a fight. I just <laughs> know that. there, buddy. <laughs> I, I know when I'm watching my team, I get nervous. That's all. You know, that's all I'm talking about. Even yeah, if they're expected to win, you know right. what I mean? Or, or, um, it's Emily, golf. Do you, Emily, do you know? I am so Saturday. <laughs> it's golf. <laughs> oh, shut up. Well, uh, by the way, is better than Purdy right statement. now. But. On Saturday, I'm going to try. So I'm going to a Super Bowl party, uh, and so I'm bringing something to that. So I'm going to make my pulled pork on Saturday to do a trial run. I haven't made some in a couple of while, so I want to make sure that it's good for the Super Bowl Sunday. So Saturday, I'm going to make pulled pork. I'm probably going to have it So she's next training. Day. She's like I in just training. I want to you know, make like sure that... I'm yeah. getting ready for the big day, and I don't want the big day to be terrible. Uh, and then Sunday, I like to watch. That's the benefit of being in LA. I want to watch a sport outside, so I tend to go to a, a sports bar that has an outside option and sit outside, watch it. Hopefully, have the speakers on, whatever it is. Got to have And it's usually on. on the west side, I so like I usually yeah, go with my two friends, uh, Christine and Ethan, that I do most of my stuff with. We watch football, and it's great. I like that. It's a good setup. First of all, shout out for the dress rehearsal with the pulled pork. I like yeah. that. I, I don't want to disappoint. It no. is a very good recipe, and sometimes it can go haywire. So yeah. I want to have a good pulled pork. I love that. It's commitment. It's like a preseason game for the regular season. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's what, about what to about start. Um, my daughter actually is going to be at a friend's all day. And you tell day. her, get out of here. <laughs> no, no. They, her, Leave me alone for seven hours. The friend's parents <laughs> reached mm-hmm. out to us saying like, hey, is Lily free this weekend because her, her bestie wants to get together? So, just through no effort of my own, my day ended up cleared. So, I will just be on the couch watching these Take games. advantage of that. My, my <clears throat> wife likes football, so she'll sit there watching with me. It'll be great. Lucky By the way, uh, Kevin on Twitter says, Back when I was attending college, I filled up a camel pack bladder with vodka, some sort of juice, and attended some football games. His game plan was better than our game plan. Let's put it that I way. I don't know if those things existed back then or mm. like... I, I don't remember seeing those sort of backpacks yeah. when I was. You had to go to like an REI or go somewhere. Yeah, because like, because I, I feel really, like that's I, so funny. That is where you would find it's REI because people are buying it to go because they're on a five day backpacking, right. and this guy's just going to an SC game. Yeah, like I <laughs> <laughs> using the same thing. They had it in like 2006, I know at least because it was in the office, and my dad also has had it mm. since probably 2005. See, all those things unfortunately well past my college days. Oh, really? Yeah. What were what were your yeah. college years? 90 through 94. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm sure they had them. They well, didn't. I mean, I but again, you have to go to like I'm a really high-end store. I'm not going to go to like a survivalist store. store just to go to a football <laughs> game. Like, I'd rather sneak in the... See? Difference between you and Emily. Committed, yeah. not yeah. committed. Yeah. No, I'd rather just sneak in the grenades. People are exactly. going to <laughs> Home Depot in college to figure out their beer bongs and everything. Mm-hmm. Is this the right pipe? Is this what I'm supposed <laughs> to be using? Um, okay, DeMarco Farr is coming up next. Uh, a lot of questions for him. We'll talk about the games coming up this weekend. I'm sure, DeMarco, if there's anybody that's got a game plan and a spread for this weekend, I'm sure DeMarco's got it all planned. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show, 710 ESPN.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I mean, how are we going to bring on DeMarco Farr? I think he played in the NFL, but really what he's known for is being in this video with Nelly. The Lou, baby. DeMarco, listen, I, I don't think I'm going too far of a stretch here, but right now your career is known with what you did, your work with Nelly. That works. That counts. In certain circles. Yeah, that gets me in the club. That gets you in. That gets you in exactly where you want to go. Okay, we, we were talking about this. Just real quick, I want to get your thoughts on. For, let's push the games here to the side for a quick second. What's your sure. setup for this Sunday? What, what's, it, what's the DeMarco Farr household look like? Do you already have it kind of planned of what you're eating, what you're doing, where you're watching the games? What's the plan for Sunday? Uh, you know, I'm going to my brother's to watch the games. You know, he's kind of the, the armchair quarterback of, of, of the bunch. Um, so I go to his house, whatever he's got out there, that's what we're going to eat. You know, I'm, I'm not really accustomed to throwing Super Bowl and playoff parties. Usually I'm working them. Sure. So wh- when I go, I want to get playing in them. The I want food that I don't have to look down. Da- I don't have to look down and eat. You know, I can keep my eyes on the TV. So mm. whatever's there, I'm going to eat. Uh, uh, by the way, DeMarco, and I hope you take this in the spirit that I mean it. That sounds like a very open-ended statement too for you whatever food's you there you're going to eat it yeah whatever food's there i'm going to eat it no doubt i i, I could care less as long as it's yeah, demarco's yeah. ready to go he's ready to go all right so raheem morris uh demarco leaving the rams uh he had been their dc he's now going to be the head coach for the falcons what what's your thoughts in terms of both morris's fit with that gig but also what the rams are going to be losing Man, they're going to be losing one hell of a coach, to be honest. Uh, he's tremendous. He was, uh, it, it was great to be around him, to see a coach with such swag. Uh, I remember seeing him for the first time on the field with the players, and he was the first coach ever in my life that I actually saw where Air Jordan's on the field. And I'm like, who is this dude? Really? You know, you think you're a player? No, that's just how he is. He's got swag, and he can talk to just about anybody and get the best out of him. So he's a motivator. He's a smart guy. I remember having a discussion with him about scheme, and he stops me mid-sentence and, like, I don't really run schemes. I see what personnel groups I have, and then I, I adjust accordingly. So that was new to me. That was that was something I'd never heard before. And then to go out and see him do it uh, with a talent-laden defense and then uh, a bunch of new guys and, and getting them ready to go and then making the playoffs off that. So 
uh, never changed, never broke character. He is a tremendous coach. I think the Fal- Falcons did a great job hiring him. Can you really quick? Can you give an example of what you mean by that in terms of not running scheme, but just going by players? Like what? What does that mean in practice? Okay, so I've been with. Let's see. I think I had four or five coordinators in my life as a professional. And some guys can only coach their scheme. If they're a three-four guy, that's all they can coach. If they're a four-three guy, that's all they can coach. Raheem Morris can coach. Look, if he walks into a team that has more defensive tackles than defensive ends, well, I guess we're going to run some sort of three-four or vice versa. I've got better pass rushers, uh, better stand-up guys, and I guess we're going to run a a three-four look or a four-three look. It just depends on what type of group he has as to what scheme he's going to use. And then he's going to decide what we do best and run that and stay away from what we don't do well. Uh, So he's a smart coach with that. He can adjust with the game. He can adjust with the week. A lot of coaches, you'd be surprised, can't do that. They coach their scheme, their scheme only, and if it doesn't work, blame the players. (laughs) DeMarco, we'll get into the – in the actual games this weekend in just a second, but just out of curiosity, we're starting to see Brandon Staley's name come up again, and I'm curious to get your thoughts. What would you think of him to stay in L.A. and be a defensive coordinator again for the Rams? Oh, my God. If you can get him, that would be great. That would be awesome. When he was with the Rams, he was fantastic. Uh, the one thing that, uh, that that prevailed in the in the hallways, it was during the COVID years, so we really didn't get, really, uh, get too close or get to talk to the coaches that much. It was a weird year, but uh, attention to detail. He was always organized, and that was the main reason he got to interview for the head coaching job after he left the Rams. He's detail-oriented. Uh, the guys learned. They were well-prepared for Sunday. So if he's available and you can get him, absolutely you'd be on board with that. DeMarco, quick follow-up. What? Why do you think it went so bad with him with the Chargers? You know what? It's funny, man. Um, look, Dick Vermeil was a great head coach, and I could go to the end. Of, I will go to the end of the earth saying that. Mike Marks, the guy that followed him, was a great, brilliant offensive mind. He needed to learn how to be a head coach. Two different things. There's one, uh, there's, there's one thing running an offense or running just a defense, running one side of the room. Uh, it's a completely opposite thing or a different thing running the entire organization. I thought Ron Rivera hit it on the head. He said he spent more time managing than coaching when he was in Washington. And that's the truth. You spend more time delegating, taking care of problems as a head coach than you do coaching. You want to get back to the field, you just can't. So it's harder than you think. So that's, look, a lot of guys run into those problems. They become coordinators, they're great, they get hired, and they can't handle the head coaching responsibilities, and they go back to coordinating. And I mean, I would imagine, too, there's probably some guys that, even though they're good football minds, they they may not be able to succeed in such a narrow niche like okay. uh, offensive coordinator I'll, defense coordinator but they can be a good overseer i'll give you i'll give you for instance you two guys knew you were doing the show together today right so you mm-hmm. prepped for it right so imagine let's say it gets 15 minutes from the time you're you're getting ready to get on air and somebody says no you can't come down the hall we got to talk about something else we got to do this you got to do x y and z that has nothing to do hmm. with what you're going to talk about the stuff you want to do it's the stuff you have to do so that's what being a head coach is there's a lot that goes into it. You want to coach, getting on the grass, that's the easy part. The hard part is dealing with everything else, and that's where some guys come up short. DeMarco Farah taking some time to join us here on the Travis and Sliwa Show. DeMarco, a couple, uh, obviously, this this is it, NFC Championship, AFC Championship this weekend. Let, let me start off with the NFC because 
Jared Goff, you're very familiar with. The the Rams played the Lions this year. The San Francisco 49ers, um, obviously the Rams play them uh, twice a year. Just, just your thoughts about that game, and I think the spread, at least yesterday, was seven going to the Niners. You think this is a close game? Just your thoughts on, on the matchup. Well, I have redefined bittersweet for my entire life because this is weird. Talking about Jared Goff moving into this game. If he wins... Uh, he'll join Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Kurt Warner and some other guys that have taken two different teams to the Super Bowl. So that's weird. <laughs> that's number sure. one. I love Jared. I've got no problem with Jared. I've got a problem with his fan base. That is really bothering me. But good for him. I hope it happens. Uh, and he was one Baker Mayfield-esque fourth quarter away from this not happening. Think about that. Uh, did you see that game, Tampa versus Detroit, at the end? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is, is this not Baker Mayfield numbers? This is his numbers in the fourth quarter. 7 of 13, a touchdown and a pick to end the game. Isn't that totally Baker Mayfield? <laughs> Pretty much to a T. Okay, so so do you think the Lions have a legitimate chance in this game against the Niners? I, I do think they have a shot. Um, I really do. It's The problem is San Francisco got their wake-up call last week, and that is scary. I've seen that happen before where the Rams are getting ready to play San Fran, and they look vulnerable. And they, they take a beating, or they almost get beat, and then they wake up, and then they play their best game versus the Rams, and you can't touch them. That's what I think is going to happen against Detroit. I like Detroit. I think they're very talented, uh, but not like San Francisco when they're clicking on all cylinders. How much do you think it hurts the Niners if Debo can't play? Because we, we saw what they you- looked like without him. I think they have enough. Um, Debo is definitely the heart and soul. He is the toughness, and it's coming out of the receiver spot. Uh, usually you don't see guys that are being tough from that spot. DK Metcalf is one thing. That's being a bully. But I'm talking a true toughness uh, of your football team is that receiver. And then, But look, without him, you still got Brandon Ayuk. You still got Kittle. Uh, I don't know where all the Brock Purdy hate is coming from. The guy is just tremendous. And they've got the best player on the planet in Christian McCaffrey. So um, I, I just don't see Detroit standing up to that or holding up to that for four straight quarters. And then defensively, uh, Jared Goff will be under siege. This will be in Santa Clara. It will be loud. It will be raucous. This is where those pass rushes really come alive. So this will be a tough road to hoe for the Lions. All right, DeMarco, final one real quick. Um, you got Patrick Mahomes. You got Lamar Jackson. How does uh, Sunday play out for those two teams? Okay, I, 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 it might have been Ireland that asked me a question, or maybe it was Corporate Greg, about which guy would take Lamar or Mahomes in a playoff scenario. I said, historically, Mahomes. He's that guy. This year, I'm taking Lamar. Lamar is playing above his head, which is scary because he's already tremendous. He's already supremely athletic, and he's playing – the quarterback position like it's never been played before. So I will take the Baltimore Ravens to beat Kansas City. I really will. And it's not just because of Lamar Jackson. People are sleeping on that defense and what they can do. That and Mahomes has been incredible. But eventually the illusionist runs out of tricks. DeMarco, fantastic stuff, buddy. Hope uh, you enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your time at, at your brother's house. Hopefully there's a good spread there waiting for you. I have a feeling there's yeah, going to be. Yeah, I think there's going to be. Thank you, DeMarco. All I appreciate I it, buddy. 
That's all I care about. Seat one near the TV. All right, there you go. Thanks, brother. That's DeMarco Farr right there. We come back. We got Factor Cap. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show, 710 ESPN. Okay, introducing Pizza Hut's new $7 deal lovers menu. How about this? Tons of your favorite Pizza Hut faves starting at just 7 bucks each. The $7 deal lovers menu only from Pizza Hut. Order now and earn rewards for your next free pizza on the Pizza Hut app or at pizza.com. By the way, coming up this weekend, you got the two games on Sunday. How are you not going to go to Pizza Hut? Make it happen. Product availability, prices, and participation vary. Hey guys, uh, Hi. by the way, this morning I saw a trailer for a movie that's going to freaking rock. Okay. It's called Monkey Man. It stars Dave Patel, uh, Deb Patel, and, sorry, what'd you say? I, no, it's said Monkey Man, <laughs> but in a Monkey Man, voice. starring Dev Patel. It's from the Monkey Paw Production, which is Jordan Peele's production company. As soon as I saw the Monkey's, Monkey's Paw Production label, I was like, I'm in. It's going to be mm. good, because they have not missed. They've had uh, Nope, Us, and Get Out so far. Do you so. like Nope? freaking loved nope it all rocked. i heard was how awful it was well you heard from wrong people it's it's jaws <laughs> it's literally jaws well, but with kiki palmer and uh, daniel jaws. kaluuya it's amazing i mean i loved get out yeah it's really good uh, I, out I didn't see yep. nope i didn't see us uh, uh us rocks i saw nope us rocks. us was good nope i haven't seen well nope is on peacock if you want to go watch it it's an amazing movie and don't listen to people who say it sucks I looked at nope and I said nope. wait I think I have until <laughs> me too well, I look at you and, and I say nope no, I think fine. I have as far as peacock goes because of course I canceled it I will it. say with nope I think I have like another week and a half with nope you have to be willing to stay with it like it's a very very slow build but it's a very slow build is what right. I'm saying right yeah it, and then it has one of the most beautiful so scenes most, no it's not about sharks <laughs> There are horses, though. Nope. Many- <laughs> it does involve horses. It's like about the ocean? It involves horses. It's so Jaws because the concept of Jaws is that you don't see the thing that you're chasing until uh, the very end of the movie, uh, and it's it's over the entire movie. You don't know and how- And then it's a shark. <laughs> yes. At the end. Like, at the end, they the go, monster, are there sharks? Jean Jacket's nope. actually, nope. actually a shark. That's uh, the end. Were these anyway. sharks? Get a shark nope. tattoo. End credits. Also- <laughs> You know what else did that? Signs. And we saw the aliens. It sucked. Okay. Science. Science sucked. Credits. Nope. Amazing. Science was good until you saw the aliens. And then uh, Kiki. And Greg said, nope. Nope. (laughs) Kiki Palmer is also in nope. And I love Kiki Palmer. She's great. I I love her. She's great. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of movies, that was, how about that setup for Factor Cap? <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Nope. Uh, so we all know Martin Scorsese, and we also all know that he's very tiny. He's a tiny little guy, um, and he's brilliant at what he does. So Martin Scorsese was asked about if he sneaks into public showings of his movies, just kind of see how the crowd feels about it. Like a lot of directors mm. do this. Like Greta Gerwig said she did it on the opening weekend Who for did? Barbie. Oh, Gre- Greta Gerwig. Okay. And so Martin Scorsese was asked this, and he says, I don't do that. I'm short, and there's always a big person in front of me. <laughs> so uh, you purposefully choose seats, choose things to not attend because you uh, because of height. Tra- uh, Alan, factor cap. Um, <clears throat> it's cap. Like, I'm not thinking that far ahead, but definitely. Uh, like, do you s- not go to, like, general admission festivals because you're not no, going to be I'll, up in the front. I'll give you an example. So, it's cap on this one, but definitely, if I'm going to a show and there's a lot of, you know, these venues where it's not stadium type of seating, it's a small kind of more... Yeah, I got to find an angle here. You know, I can't get the six foot four tight end standing in front of me, right. and I'm just basically listening to music. I, I'd like to see the act when it's happening. So I don't plan ahead like that and saying, I have to have seats, and if I have seats, it's because of this. But I'm definitely one that's got to be strategic. I'm not exactly six two, six three. 
Ferg? So I, I think I do think it's capped just because you don't know who's going to be sitting in front of you when you buy the tickets. Like if I buy a ticket to, um, you know, like to you a, a movie spend... theater, I don't know that a tall person is going to be sitting. No, but in if front you're if, if you're at a concert and you're on the floor, yeah. or you can yeah, get you, seats, you, you can or you move. can get seats so that you're a little higher. That's kind of I think I, what I would, oh, yeah, I would I would get seats. I think so. Okay. I would plan ahead, yes, and get seats. Just in case you have a tall person. Yeah, unless it's unless they're expensive, then I'll get GA. AK. Uh, basically, cap. It's just too much planning, too it's much randomness. Yeah. It's too hard to predict. I, a friend of mine, though, who's from the Boston area, in high school one time, he was at a movie, and okay. all of a sudden, somebody sat down in front of him, and this guy was so tall, and he's like, I could see not anything. see around yeah. him. Like he kept trying to move, couldn't see anything. The lights come up. It was Robert Parrish. He's like, okay, Robert yeah. Parrish is in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you gonna move, man? Honestly, that's pretty funny. If you're Robert Parrish, you should sit in the back because then you're not blocking okay, anybody. Okay, there is a little bit of that well, I mean, where it's there may like, not have been a back seat. In fairness true, to Robert Parrish, but there is a little bit of that. Like guys that are six foot four or five or six, and they just like are right in the center in front yeah. of everybody. Like, you can't come to the side a little bit. <laughs> so like, Taylor, we don't always get that. Taylor Smith used to be our board up here. He is a very yeah. tall guy, and he would say when he would go to concerts, he would. Let people go in front of him a little bit because he knows he can still see over them. There's a uh, nice guy here. Jorge? Robert Parrish, not a good guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the takeaway. Uh, well, nope, because when I, when I, I that's why I don't plan to uh, plan to go to Coach Ella. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coach Ella, Coach yeah, because it's off floor. You're, it's general admission, yeah. basically. So like, plus There's I, so I'm many not a big concert people. person like that. So no. yeah, I don't do Cap. festivals one because I don't want to stand the whole time. Two, yeah. I don't. I'm I'm an average height of a woman, and I will be having people in front of me. I need more people to see. So, um, <laughs> Coach Ella. Coachella. Dune 2 is coming out in March. Okay, so uh, if you haven't seen Dune 1, there called? are these large sandworms with teeth, and they come out, and they're they, they're like the big bads of the movie. They you are know the, what they look like in the Empire, I mean, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. The thing. Oh, that's actually, yeah, that's They, that's they good. look like, yeah. I think they're called Sarlax, the, mm -hmm. the thing yeah, that uh, at Jabba's eats. lair yeah. Yeah. that they're fighting over, and if you fall into it, it eats or you. Or those worms and from the Kevin eats, Bacon uh, movie. Eats. Tremors. Tremors. Yeah, they're a little bit like the Tremors worms. And all those things are based off of Dune. Juice. Because Dune came first before Star yeah. Wars, before these things. They're all based off of Dune. Regardless. Really? Yes. Dune oh. is a very old book. Um, okay. But AMC has been doing this thing where they have themed popcorn buckets. So they had a themed pop popcorn bucket for uh, Aristor, for the uh, Beyonce's Renaissance, mm -hmm. for Mean Girls, and they're doing it for Dune. And these Dune <laughs> popcorn buckets have a sandworm coming out of the top where you have to reach into the sandworm to get your popcorn, reach back out and eat your popcorn. Um, Internet's had a field day for with uh, what these things look like. So if you want to look see what they look like, uh, let's just Google it. Um, so <laughs> you like a themed bucket. Uh, Berg, factor cap. Well, that themed bucket. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, I know that during uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, I got a Ant-Man one that had the popcorn. The helmet, for, right? Yeah, like the, the helmet. helmet. The, yeah. The Ant-Man helmet. So that was pretty cool. Otherwise, no. Andy? Don't care. Cap, don't care. Don't I, I I'm not going to be keeping like knickknacks and stuff like that from yeah. the movie theater around my house. So. I kept that one, the Ant Man one. Okay, well, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so right, you do um, like them, yeah, right? <laughs> well, that one. <laughs> I'll go. Very specific fact. <laughs> Did you get the nope popcorn bucket? Nope. Nope. Uh, there was none. Uh, Al, what do you think? Uh, I think I lean towards Cap. I I will say, the one thing, 
maybe not for a movie theater, but if you go to a sporting event, I'm probably more likely to keep something like that. And I'm just using as an example, if you get like a, if it's the ice cream helmet or something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, more for, for cereal, right? More, right? more for when I was younger, but Stupid it's got to be something like that. Movies, it's just not my thing. Yeah. If it's something sporting event and it's the team that I'm rooting for, I have some stuff that San Diego State stuff. I, so maybe you do I'll like keep a team something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Jorge? Cap, not for movies, but you know, for Disneyland, they had this for Christmas, they had this musical box. It was like oh, a popcorn cool. thing with a musical box. So once you're done with the popcorn, you have a musical box. Mm. That's, it's yeah, you're keeping themed, that. So we're keeping the things like yeah, that. Yeah, you're keeping that. All right, one more for you guys. So this is a trend uh, in New York City that's going around with um, some like, you know, late 20s that people on TikTok are talking about. They're like, you know, the new trend is to be, you know, cool and hot and mysterious. Bring a book to the bar and start reading your book. And there's now these bars that are almost entirely dedicated to people reading books in bars and a way to meet people. So, my statement is... The lights are dim. You just can't even see, your, <laughs> can't even see the book. Oh, well, we're young people. We can actually see. So, uh, reading a book at a bar oh, makes wow. you look mysterious guess... and cool. <laughs> All right? Andy, Patrick Cap. You know, fact, I, the mysterious part of it, maybe not the cool. I think the cool depends a lot on the person themselves. And the book. And and the book. What if I brought a nightlight? Because <laughs> I can't see. One of those, headlamps, one of those yeah. things. That, the ones that connect to the top of the book. Uh, I went to REI. I got the, <laughs> the thing for the alcohol and then my uh, nightlight. But I think there is an air of mystery to it. I remember years ago, I saw a very small venue in St. Louis um, Dread Zeppelin. Do you guys remember Dread Zeppelin? So it's a cover band. It was a it was a cover band too. where they did reggae versions of Led Zeppelin songs, huh. and the singer huh. was an Elvis impersonator. Okay, that's like they were wow. they were big. For, <laughs> that's a they, lot of they, mix. They, were, they had a heyday for like three years. Side note: at a party one time, I was okay. at the bass player from Dread Zeppelin was there. And they were jamming, and they needed someone to play drums, and I ended up playing drums. Get out of here! The bass player to Dread Zeppelin, like that was fun. But anyway, are you promoting your band that we don't know about? (laughs) It's also my band is. There's no paywall. Five days a week. There's a YouTube component. You're sending Jorge a link. Hey, just play this random song here. It's no big deal. But anyway, though, at this concert, I was at Dread Zeppelin, and Mojo Nixon was the opener. There was a guy who basically had front row seats, standing room only. He was like right in front of the stage mm-hmm. and in it's Robert Parrish <laughs> it was Robert Parrish yeah. all these people were like dude can you crouch down a little Robert Parrish has been brought up four times today I want to know I didn't, wasn't expecting that today it was but, in the rundown and Taylor Smith but he, was, <laughs> he was before the shows began he was standing by the stage okay. and reading he was like reading a book waiting for the concert to start then the concert started and he was like dancing all over the place opening act ends waiting for Dread Zeppelin he is reading his book again hmm. until the concert started. That guy was mysterious. Yeah. Okay, and wanted that's to know very more. attractive. Re- really into that book. Al? He really was. I go cap on this, but the way you just described, the problem with this is I think people are trying too hard. It's on purpose. You can kind of see through it. And if you saw a dude at a bar that literally didn't, it, maybe it's a hotel lobby and he's at the bar, and he doesn't give a flying you-know-what. He's literally there to read his book. If it's actually organic, and that dude's just there to read his book, I'm in. Well, this guy was the real deal. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. What you're talking about seems like that's an organic thing. I don't care. Whether it's organic care. or not, it works. And I don't care anything else going on, but I, I still lean towards Cap on it. Berg? 
Yeah, I mean, if it's what Alan's saying, where it's not organic, then it is cap when you're trying to be cool. Anything that you're trying to be cool is not in that in that sense cool. But there's no I, words in the book. They're right. just holding. <laughs> it's white. It's white pieces of paper. You got a crayon in the other. Well, hand. This, it's like a spoiler for Saltburn because that's happened. Well, in that this movie. guy though, it, is, really. I'll tell you in the break. Spoiler. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to see <laughs> it. This guy worked, though, because he was clearly unconcerned with looking cool at all, yeah, which but, made him mysterious. Even better. But then, then yeah. it's organic. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Like, you're going, like, there's nothing wrong with going to a bar by yourself, bringing out a book, having a drink. That's fine. And if it works for people like Emily, or, that's great. Yeah, and also I do understand the uh, irony of me saying uh, it's because we're young and we can see as I wear glasses. Yeah, that's the point of why I said it. <laughs> I know I can't see. <laughs> in my head, I was like, Al, defend yourself, bro. Go get a headlight. Go do whatever you have to do. Fight, You're in the sweet. Travis spot. I have to make fun of you. Fight. Age. All right. Um, we're going to continue uh, to remember Kobe's life, his legacy today. Uh, we got some really, really memorable clips of Kobe, obviously, as a Los Angeles Laker. We're going to do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show, 710 ESPN. Classic right there. A little Lil Wayne action talking about Kobe. Uh, throughout the show, we're going to play some different um, Kobe highlights, some that are most memorable to us and uh, certainly celebrating uh, Kobe's uh, uh, life today. Um, I, I want to go back and... AK, you got as much knowledge and, you know, to an extent here, a, a personal relationship, just uh, your time covering the Los Angeles Lakers. But um, we'll all remember this. This is Kobe Bryant's final game as a Los Angeles Laker. I know we all got our own personal stories when it comes to that. Let's take a listen. Staples Center is as loud as it's been all year, obviously. And if you're just tuning in, where you been? Jazz 96, Lakers 95, Kobe Bryant has 56 points. Kobe looks dead tired. He's played 41 minutes. He says he's going to get up tomorrow and work out. Do you really believe he will? Not after this performance. (laughs) Jazz lead by one, one minute to go in the game. Kobe with 56 points on the final night of his career. Hayward has it. Left side, Shelvin. Mack almost dropped it out of bounds. Mack, top of the key, Trey Lyles. Lyles back to Mack. Three-pointer by Shelvin Mack. No good. Rebound, D'Angelo Russell. Gives it to Kobe. Kobe has the ball. Lakers trail by one. Kobe dribbling left around a pick from Randall. Pulls up. Two-pointer. Go! 's all falling down like they're fainting over there they can't believe what they're seeing and Kobe has the ball again dribbles right and they foul him so now he goes to the free throw line if he makes these two free throws Kobe has 60 and the Lakers lead by three there are 14.8 seconds to go 14.8. Listen to this building. 97-96 Lakers. First free throw by Kobe. Good. 59 points. Kobe's second free throw. Good. He has 60. The Lakers lead by three. Here we go. Utah needs a three to tie it. Hayward. 
Driving down the middle all the way to the rim, lay it up, no good. Rebound grab, Kobe's got it. Length of the court pass to Clarkson. Clarkson at the rim, slam dunk. Game in the refrigerator, and the Lakers are going to win on Kobe's last night. He's going to score 60, and I don't believe what I just saw. One of the more iconic calls from uh, John Ireland and Michael Thompson, and you know, AK, it's it's interesting listening to that clip there. Sometimes you could, as best as you can, prepare for something, right? Kobe's final game. What do you want it to sound like? What do you want to – you could tell John and Michael, who have sat and watched so many games, Michael Thompson has been involved in so many games, they don't know what to say. And everything that came out of their mouth was perfect because the way they were feeling in that moment was similar to how other people were, were feeling – I, I don't know what stands out to you most during his final game, but I thought that call was such a great reflection of, of the final game. I mean, what I remember the most about it, beyond beyond the fact that, you know, 60 points, ultimate way to go out, Mamba out, the mic dropped. Yeah. There's two things. First of all, that it began really shaky. Mm-hmm. Like, Kobe missed his opening several shots. Yeah. And I remember being uh, in the building, just yeah, being sure. like, "Oh God, don't don't it, go out like that. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. let it go out like this. Mm-hmm. Like, please, like let let him at least just have a solid game. That it, maybe not like at the peak of Kobe, but just something that feels sure. worthy of Kobe, sure. especially because there had been all this buildup. But then the other thing too, what I remember more even than the sixty points mm-hmm. was the fifty shots. 50 shots, I'm like 99% sure, is the most amount of shots that Kobe ever put up in a yeah, game right. yeah. in his entire career. Yeah, 22 of 50. Like, including like triple overtime mm-hmm. games. And the do you know how exhausting it is to put up 50 shots in a game? Okay, listen, listen. 22 of 50, 10 of 12 from the free throw line, played over 42 minutes. <laughs> like, Final game. If you... If you had asked me heading into that game, yeah. what's more likely, mm-hmm. Kobe scoring 60 or Kobe putting up 50, I would have said 60, no-brainer. Because mm-hmm. like it's his last game. I'm sure he's going to get a little bit of home cooking from the referee's celebration. Yeah. You know he's going to be taking a certain amount of shots. Like He's going to be going for it because it's his last game. I did not think at that stage of his career you could do that. that. He, you put well, up that 50. he was physically yeah. capable mm-hmm. of putting up fifty shots. No, that's hard. You know. Okay, so a couple things for me. Number one, um, it was one of the most unique things for me. Wasn't even in the arena. Oh, the outside. So they had basically opened it up to the public. Right, come outside. You don't even need, don't have an excuse to just go to the game if you just have tickets. It was one of the few times where it was like, let's just come all celebrate this. Nike was doing things. So there was there was so much going on outside. It was one of the, you know, I, I think a lot of times in sports, it's when it's a big game, there's the nervousness about the actual result of the game. You didn't have to worry about that. Lakers weren't good enough. They weren't going to go anywhere. Even the Jazz, I think there were some games earlier that eliminated yes, them from playoff contention. If, if I'm yeah. if I'm right about that, you are. But outside, it was like this. It was just such a cool scene because, <laughs> like, I, it, it doesn't. It was like exi- Coachella, but Coachella set up for Kobe. Yeah, that actually, that's a that's a good explanation. Like, I, I I don't know how to fully describe it, but it was this Look, celebration that you didn't have to worry about the result of the game. I remember I brought my camera 
that day, and I'm walking around, stabilizer, whatever, and there's cubes with his pictures floating around. That's what it was, the yes. The chick hern was closed, and there was cubes, different pictures of Kobe. The whole walls, like not the whole walls, but some of the walls from uh, Staples Center were covered with his pictures, especially yep. the one where he has his arms. Yep. The train station across the street on 11th had Kobe. It wasn't even Pico Station or whatever the station is called. It was Kobe Station for the day. Uh, it's just people of all ages, kids, adults, you know, elderly people. Women, all kinds of people were out there. Like you said, even if they didn't have a ticket, mm-hmm. but the atmosphere that just that one final <laughs> game alone brought was just and incredible. And then the game started, and he dropped six. Oh, hold on! Then you go into court. I have this video of me walking in the tunnel to the you court, should... dude. When you see the big eight and the big twenty-four on the other side on mm. that court, oh man, it just hits you different. And then all the shirts laying on the on, so on the seats. So you probably have a reel of I just these unbelievable cool photos and videos like my and point everything of view stuff. And then I'm talking to people. I'm following kids with the awesome. Kobe jersey and the awesome. dads with the Kobe jersey. Yeah, I have a bunch of footage, man. That like I, I, I gotta put it together. I really do got to put it together because you know it sums up that day from like leaving the studio That's and cool. walking around yep. to like. The pregames. I have videos of Kobe warming up from that game. Mm. I have the video of um, with my phone of the final tribute video that they play at. The you, you should you should go some point next week. You should just kind of give us a little bit of that stuff. That's cool. <laughs> sure. That's cool that you you have a lot of that footage. Probably some footage that people have never seen. Um, okay, we'll continue. We'll, we'll we'll have a couple more things that we're going to do Kobe related as the show goes on. Um, we come back. We got two. I know we talked a little bit about our setup of what we're excited about this weekend. Um, two really fun games. And I think the game at noon with the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs, there's some just stupid, ridiculous stats that I think help explain how great Patrick Mahomes has been this early in his career. We're going to do that. And then probably around 12 15, we'll start talking some Lakers basketball as well. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, AK in the house, 710 ESPN.